Hey guys, how are you? Good. Good. So, is this your last presentation of the day for career day? All right. I'll try to uh, to go out with a bang for you then. Yes. Uh, thank you guys for coming in, and I'm sure you were very attentive and listened to all the other presenters. I really appreciate it. My name is Jeffrey. I know that's spelled weird, but that's how it is spelled. Uh, Jeffrey Desiato. Uh, I'm an actor and a real estate agent. Um, this is my YouTube channel. I have some videos of my acting and things like that on there. Um, some of you guys are into YouTube. You can check it out and, uh, and and do it that way. We can get that at the end of the class, but I just put it up there so you guys could write it on your paper if you wanted to. Um, so I want to tell you a little bit about what I do. Um, for, uh, for four years, I worked as a real estate agent while pursuing my dream of becoming a professional actor. Last September, I was hired by a theater called Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster to work full-time as a, a live theater actor, uh, which is my preferred uh, medium, as they say. So you wouldn't see me in TV or film. Uh, I do mostly live theater uh, in front of an audience, which is what I really enjoy doing. Um, so I've been doing that since September on a full-time basis. I still am licensed with, my, uh, with real estate, um, and that still happens kind of on, on the down low or uh, in the background, uh, but um, since September, my primary focus has been acting. Uh, but one of the reasons I got into real estate was the ability to uh, be self-employed, which means I don't work for anybody else, I only work for myself, which is uh, is freeing, but also very uh, challenging because no one pays me. I have to go out and earn a living myself. Uh, and in real estate, you only get paid if you help someone buy or sell a house. That's the only way you can get paid. So I don't get paid every two weeks or once a month or anything like that. It really comes down to, do I have any clients that need a house or need to sell their house? And if they agree to work with me, then I can help them and then I get a fee for doing that. Um, so depending on how busy I am or how, or how uh, active I am in, in marketing myself and getting myself out there, I can have a good year or I can have a very bad year. <laughs> which I had a couple of years that were not that great. So I had to find other part-time work and make money singing uh, and, and in small acting gigs uh, to supplement any real estate income. So I was kind of doing a lot of different things at the same time. I was a professional musician for a time, um, just trying to make as much money as I could to support my family or help support my family along with my wife. Um, I have two children, one who's in fifth grade, actually. He's 11 years old. His name's Jesse. And I have a, an eight-year-old who's going to be nine in July who's in third grade. His name's Leland. Uh, my wife is a teacher, uh, so it's very cool to be here. Um, she taught sixth grade for five years before we had children, and then um, she took a, a break while our kids were babies. And then she went back and taught uh, as a preschool director. She oversaw a preschool for a couple of years, and now she's going back to teaching sixth grade next year. And she's actually going to have my son in her class, which is kind of fun. So... Um, Mr. Adams and I are, have been friends since 2013. We actually met doing a show together uh, at the Facton Community Theater, which is, uh, he used to be the president of that organization. It's a nonprofit community theater. No one gets paid. It's all volunteer. And uh, I met him and his fiance at the time, now his wife, uh, doing the show together. We were all actors in it. And uh, we've become really close friends and fellow Eagles fans together. We've shared... We are we text back and forth during every Eagles game because he's my, my my fellow Eagles fan. So um, I helped them buy their house that they live in now. So that's a, I, I was very involved in real estate, but once I became a full time actor, I've been focusing on that primarily. So um, I work at Sight and Sound Theaters. Has anybody ever heard of Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster? You have? Have you ever been there? Really? So you know it's like pretty big, right? 
So, Sight and Sound Theaters, for those of you that don't know, it's a live theater. It has 2,000 seats in it. It has the largest indoor stage in America. Okay. It's, it wraps around the audience, about halfway, halfway around the audience. So you can turn your head to the right and you see stuff happening and you can go all the way around. It's like a panoramic stage. Have any of you been to any theater production or play? So you know, typically... Yeah, that's how you've all been to a play. Uh, so you know, typically when you go to a play, there are actors on stage doing their thing and there are audience members sitting in the audience watching. Uh, at Sight and Sound, it's a little bit different because the stage goes around the audience and the audience actually moves through the aisles, the audience feels like they're a part of it. And um, a lot of the special effects that happen at Sight and Sound is so that the audience can feel it. So there's wind and, uh, and cold and things like that if they're trying to create like a 4D experience. And there's also live animals involved in every show. And I'm not talking about cats and dogs. I'm talking about goats, donkeys, horses, camels, alpacas. Uh, there are doves. There are... Uh, Parrots, there's pigs. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, there was a show. There are dogs occasionally, uh, because what Sight and Sound Theaters does is they take stories from the Bible and they present original musicals for people to watch. Um, so they've done stories of Noah's Ark. They've done stories of Moses. If you've ever seen the Prince of Egypt or the Ten Commandments movies, that's the story of Moses. Um, we've done a, a production of that. We did a production uh, of um, or what we're doing right now is the story of Jesus. And then next year, they're premiering a new show about Queen Esther. Um, so they, they focus on uh, that time period. So we use a lot of animals from that part of the world, camels and things like that. Um, so it's really exciting because in, in the, I'll just give the show that we're doing right now as an example, the Jesus show. There are Roman soldiers, and they come through the audience riding on big horses. And like they walk right past the audience. It's pretty impressive. And it's really... Uh, it's really fun to watch the audience's face go, <laughs> like when they see these live animals run right past them and stuff like that. They're all trained. Um, the theater has a farm where the animals are raised and trained in how to how to be in that environment. Um, and there are full time. There's over 600 full time employees that work for Sight and Sound. They also have a location in Branson, Missouri, that is almost identical to the location in Lancaster. Um, so it's been a very it's a very cool company to work for. Um, really family-friendly atmosphere, and uh, we do 11 shows a week. So after I'm done here, I will be driving to Lancaster and doing two shows today, one at 3 and one at 7 o'clock, and then tomorrow we have three shows. So I'll be doing a show at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. What can, show is it called? It's Jesus. It's the story of Jesus. So I'm actually going to, at the end of what we do here, I'm going to show you a trailer of the show because it's super, super exciting to watch. It's Yeah, like, honestly, like, you can... And when you see it in person, it's even more impressive because there are scenes with where they're in a boat and the waves are going like all over the place, and it looks like you're actually watching people in a boat on the ocean. It's a really cool special effect that they do. Yes. Oh really? Yeah, that's probably Noah's Ark. Uh, that was the very first show that Sight and Sound did was Noah's Ark. Uh, and it was the first time they had incorporated live animals. And when the stage opened up and it wrapped around, you were inside the ark. So that, the whole audience was like inside the ark, and there were there were live animals. There were also some animatronic animals, like elephants and things like that, that they couldn't actually get into the theater and couldn't train, uh, like fake lions and stuff. But 
any of those animals like buffalo or anything you would see like at a, at a zoo or a, not a zoo, but like a petting zoo type, any of those types of animals are ones that they're able to train. Um, they tried to have a zebra in one show, but they were impossible to train, so they, I think they found a way to like use food coloring, like a safe way to make a white horse look like a zebra or something like that. And then they also have, they can't train doves um, because they're, they're just not very good at training. So they have albino pigeons that are, they're pigeons, but they're all white. And that's just the way they're, that species is. And they are very good at training them. So the audience thinks they're doves, but they're white pigeons. <laughs> uh, so it's really cool. To, and there's actually a scene in the trailer, you'll see where Jesus sets all these doves free and they fly over the audience, and it's pretty crazy. But what's also fun about Sight Sound is because there's live animals, what do live animals tend to do? That is right. So, one of your, uh, I'll say, one of the things that makes you feel like you are, have made the club as a Sight and Sound actor is you step in a pile of, of um, yeah, excrement. <laughs> um, and uh, another thing happened, uh, when I started in the show last year, it was, the, the show was already running. So I came in as a mid-season replacement, which means that an actor left and I replaced them. Uh, so I didn't get to rehearse at all. I just had to watch the show a bunch of times, and like I had notes of where I was supposed to be at what time. So there was one scene where I didn't quite know what I was doing, and all these goats run up the aisle, and I got in the way because I didn't realize it, and I fell over a bunch of goats right in front of 2,000 people. It was awesome. So uh, that's still my reputation, even though I've worked there for nine months. People were like, remember when you fell over all the goats? But the cool thing is I actually get the, the one goat that I fell on top of, I get to lead that goat in this year's show. So we're, we've, we've, uh, we've made amends. We, he forgave me, I forgave him. So it's all good. And his name's Stinky, believe it or not. That's actually his name. Because he does stink. Um, uh, yes? Do you have to graduate from college? Many actors do go to college and they study, they major in theater. Uh, or acting, or musical performance, or vocal performance. I, however, did not. I, uh, when I was in high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life other than play music. I was a guitar player and a singer, and I wanted to be a rock star. That was basically my whole motivation in life was I was going to be in a rock, and ba rock band. I have an earring. I look the part. I can sing rock music. I can play rock guitar. So that's what I'm going to do. And then I graduated from high school, and... Nobody came signing me, and uh, I had to get a regular job like uh, normal people. Um, but I always enjoyed performing. One of the things, at, actually around your age, I was 11 years old, I really wanted to learn how to play guitar. So my mom got me a real cheap guitar, it was like 60 bucks, it's like a, a factory reject guitar, so there was like flaws in it and stuff, but for someone who's learning, it's fine. Um, so that's a good lesson. If you, if you want to get involved in something or you want to take up an instrument, make sure you get the cheapest possible instrument because if you decide to give up, then your parents don't feel so bad. I know so many parents that buy their kids like $500 drum kits and they never practice drums and they're like, we just wasted money. So start small because then you can taste and try a lot of different things. And that's what I, I think the, one of the things that I benefited from was that I tried a lot of different things before I figured out what I wanted to do. I wish I had done it sooner so that I didn't, I didn't realize I wanted to be an actor until I was 30 and married and had two children. So it's kind of hard to change careers at that point, but uh, real estate allowed me to kind of pivot and change the direction of my career so that I could start to pursue acting while still making money selling houses. Um, did I answer the question? I'm sorry. Oh, the education thing. Yes. Um, 
the way I educated myself was through experience. Um, and I also read a lot of books, listened to podcasts, watched YouTube videos, and just talked to other actors. One of the biggest things that helped me learn how to act was listening to interviews of professional actors talk about their journey. And every time I encountered like an obstacle or a roadblock, and I would hear like a famous actor like Steve Carell or Jim Carrey or somebody like that talk about, yeah, man, I remember when I auditioned and I fell flat on my face and I didn't get a job for two years. And you're like, really? They're so famous. Like, if they can keep going, I guess I can keep going. So it's really helped me to understand the importance of persevering. Um, because one thing I will say, one of the biggest challenges, which you can write down for challenges, um, uh, it, it applies to both acting and real estate, is you have to deal with a lot of rejection. And the sooner you can learn to stomach rejection, the better off you'll be. Because guess what? Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to want you to do what you want to do. So in acting, I auditioned a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Which means you go in front of the director or the casting director. You sing your best song you can sing. You read a monologue, which is basically a long speech. And you try to act in front of them. And it's usually in a very cold, sterile room. It's, there's no costumes or props or anything like that. You just have to give it your best shot. And... Uh, can I uh, have your attention, please? Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, and you have to get used to people saying no thank you a lot, especially in real estate as well, because you'll you'll go to people, you'll call them, or you'll knock on their door and say, hey, I'm, I'm a real estate agent in the area. Do you know of anybody that needs to buy or sell a house? I'd love to help them. And people will say, no thanks. You have to get used to people saying no thanks a lot. And it actually helped me, because I got into real estate, I got used to people saying no, and then I got into acting, and I started to... Get used to people saying no, but uh, the biggest thing that you can overcome is to not allow that person's no to be your no. So don't let you, you develop a thick skin. You realize, okay, that's you know every no is closer to a yes, and you get used to it, and you start to build up so that you go in thinking, I'm just going to learn from this experience, even if it doesn't go the way I want it to. And that's a very important lesson I think to learn um, to how. Uh, how to overcome the challenges that come with being an actor or a real estate agent. Yes? Do I have any what? Yes, I have a number of job responsibilities. Uh, as an actor, my number one job responsibility is uh, memorizing my lines and learning the songs that I'm supposed to sing. Memorizing my lines, which is harder than you might think. Um... Another responsibility I have is taking care of all my props and costumes. I'm not responsible for making the costumes. There are full-time costume designers, but once they are given to me, I'm responsible for taking care of them. I'm also responsible to attend rehearsals and be ready for every single show that I'm supposed to be in. <coughs> also, what's unique about Sight and Sound that's different than other theaters, because it's a full-time job, not only do you play the part that is your main thing, but people have time off and vacations and get sick, so you have a number of, of role responsibilities that you understudy, which means you are like the second string or the backup. And then we also have what we call a backup, which is the third string. Um, so I actually, in addition to my primary acting responsibilities, I have to know the acting responsibilities of four or five other people, so that if they're out, and I need to go in for them, I can do it without any rehearsal or preparation. So um, I have to be able to work with other actors well. 
Um, I also, if I have time with an animal in the show, I need to learn how to train that animal in a way that it will do what I need it to do in front of the audience. Um, I also, if my role requires any fighting, I need to go to stage combat or fight call is what they call it. Uh, which is a, a, we a weekly rehearsal where you go over all of the fight choreography to make sure no one gets hurt. Um, and we have 11 shows a week, so that's another responsibility. I have to be there for 11 shows a week unless I have time scheduled off or I'm sick. Uh, so those are my main job responsibilities. Really quickly for real estate, your job responsibilities are um, working for your client. There's your responsibility is to act on their behalf to help negotiate the sale or purchase of a house. Some people are real estate agents and they work with business properties and things like a school building or something like that. I don't do that. I deal mainly with personal properties, like homes, apartments, things like that. So you, and that, that there's way more responsibility in that. But the simple fact is I help people negotiate the sale or purchase of a home. And that re requires contracts, um, securing a loan, um, so that they have the money to buy it, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we have a couple minutes, I think, for... Uh, I'll take two more questions, and then I'm going to uh, show you guys a trailer of the show that we're doing right now. Uh, so you can see a little bit of what I just described in action. Uh, yes, sir. Required skills. Um, okay, I'll give you a couple quick ones. Required skills for my jo my job at Sight and Sound are singing. I need to be flexible, not just physically flexible, but I need to be able to um, be okay with last-minute changes. So if I go in today and I find out I'm not playing my normal role, I'm, I'm playing the thing I understudy, I need to be okay with that. Um, I need to be able to be flexible. I need to I need adaptability, which means I need to be able to adapt to my environment. One of the things that I do, uh, this my main scene or my biggest scene in the show, is with a character called Mary Magdalene. And Mary Magdalene is split is played by two different actresses because it's such a challenging role. They split it. One person does six shows, the other person does five. But I do all eleven. So I need to be able to adapt because they're different people and they have different nuances and different ways that they do their character. So I need to be able to be present in the scene for them and, uh, and give them what they need because they're the focus of the scene. So I need to be able to work with different people. And dancing is optionally, not all acting requires dancing skill. Um, I'm not really a dancer. I'm considered loosely, in theater terms, a mover, which means... By the time the show opens, if you give me enough rehearsal time, I can do the movements that are required, but I don't know, actually know how to dance. Um, for real estate, my skills are you need to be able to communicate with people. You need to have attention to detail because the contracts and everything, it's very high stakes. People are, you know, people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes on houses uh, where they're spending a lot of money to fix their house in order to sell it. So you really need to pay attention to the contracts and things like that and so that nothing slips through the, the cracks. And you need to be able to negotiate. You need to take two people, someone who's buying a house and someone who's selling a house, who have different interests and want different things, and get them to agree in a way that's mutually beneficial for each of them, so that they're both happy, which is a, it's a, a challenge. And I apologize if I'm using big words for you guys. Uh, I, I've got to find a way to dumb it down a little bit. Because <laughs> I'm using big words like mutually beneficial and stuff like that, so I apologize. Uh, but you guys are smart. I'm sure you guys are trying to um, 
So, okay. Um, thank you guys. I hope you got enough information for your notes. Um, I kind of, I might have been all over the place, but hopefully you got a little bit of something. Um, you guys need to be out by 55, right? Um, yes. Uh, okay. All right, so this is 90 seconds. I think we have just enough time. Um, this, this video clip is 90 seconds long. So thank you so much for your time. i got to put in Mr. Adam's password here because it's locked. Um, so if it's okay with you, I'm going to turn out the lights. Oh, thank you. All right, so this is... Um, this is a trailer of the Jesus show, which we're doing right now. The reason this is frozen is this is the character I play, but this is not me in the DVD, in the trailer, because this is last year before I was hired that they filmed this. So this is the actor that played this part last year. But I look just like this when I'm in costume, so I like to tell people that's me. It's not. <laughs> uh, it's not me. But that's the character I play in the show. All right, so here we go. I want to narrate a little bit while it's going on. So that's sight and sound. That's what it looks like. Those boats are almost full size. So this is a screen, a 4K high-def screen that projects a lot of the backdrop of the show. That's the screen and that's the set. So you can see the waves going like this. That's all set there. They're like 25 foot high sets. Those are real doves and stuff. This would be a very bad time to choose his side. Everything Jesus does points to love. Real pigs. Running through the audience so the audience gets to see the actors up close. That angel actually flies in above the audience. channel is youtube.com slash Desiato Homes. So you can write it down. I have some videos of me playing various, I played Sebastian in The Little Mermaid. There's a video of me singing Under the Sea on there. Um, and there's a, a number of other videos on there as well. Um, I also host a, uh, a local interest YouTube show called Discover Springfort because the school district I live in is called the Springfort School District. And I interview business owners and things like that. That's part of my real estate business. It's just a way for me to connect with the community. Um, so I do a lot of that kind of stuff. I create a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm a busy guy. I, I have a podcast and all that kind of stuff. I document my life. It's called the Acting Realtor Show. And you can just look up actingrealtor.com and you can find me all, all about me there. Um, so I really appreciate the time and your attention, guys. You guys were so great, especially after this being your fifth uh, presentation, the fact that you were able to, to, to stay with me, I really appreciate it. Hopefully you learned some stuff that was interesting to you and uh, might pique your interest to explore some of these things a little bit further on your own, whether it be acting or real estate uh, or content creation. Um, so thank you guys so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Let's give them a round of applause.